Sorry, I'm late. I almost burned my house down. Put my coffee on the wrong burner. Idiot. I can't manage. Idiot. Would you? What did you? The flame started spewing. Kind of. I guess I don't really use the. I don't use that burner much that I accidentally turned on, so it's like coated in nothing but splash grease from the other one. Yeah. I don't know what to do. Whole house starts smoking. Turn it off. It's still smoking. Then I had to turn on the other one. Start my coffee. Life is so complicated. Bummer. Uh, it's too. Oh. You're just not French enough for that French press. Yeah, I was using it wrong. I was totally using it wrong. I was too stupid to figure that out. I was like, I didn't do the press part. So I had the thing up. I'm trying to pour the coffee. I'm like, this sucks. You have to keep turning it because all the beans would block it. And then finally, I was like, aha. Aha. Yes. I pressed that shit. Well, I noticed that the heat of the the French press is difficult. It's You can't just press down because of the heat, I think. As soon as you pour it in, you can't just start pressing down. It's too many physics. I think so. Too many physics, physics, not enough time. makes you slow down. I would say so. That would be my... I think that's basically what a super collider is. Inside the atomic bomb is just a slightly better engineered... It's like a fresh pre- French press, but it has a bunch of atoms in it. And they just fucking jack that shit. Just fucking <laughs> hard as fuck. And it kills... Tons of people. So you gotta be careful. Yeah. You don't want to trigger that. Not at all. No. No, I've been... My sleep schedule has been kind of fucked. At least yesterday I was trying to resist not going to... Like taking naps or anything. So all day I was just trying to resist not falling asleep and drinking all the coffee and then (laughs) working out. I fell asleep, woke up at 2... Stayed up for a couple hours, went back to bed, woke up at nine. Here I am. I'm just, I just feel like my sleep, I have to, I'm getting interrupted in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom or I get Uh, up and then my mind's just going after that. I'm like, oh yeah, this is what I wanted to. You better get that prostate checked. I don't want to get that prostate. You want it. You need it. I don't want it. You need that finger. I want it's time the, for the finger. I need the finger. Have you had the finger yet? I need the finger. <laughs> I don't think you've had the finger yet. I tried to go in the army. I've had the finger. Who you've had the no, shot? Actually, the I ass. didn't have the finger. It was uh, I passed on it. I tried to like wiggle my butthole, and make it look really gross, and it seemed to work. Oh. Yeah, it was bad. But then this little guy, little short dude, came running out of the office. There was like ten of us. It's military processing, you know, like. I was getting ready to, I thought I was, I was going to go in the army and doing the final check before you get on the bus kind of thing. Yeah. And this little guy comes out. He would have been like the stereotypical guy from like a war movie, you know, like it's like, I'm from New York, man. You know, a little, just a little dude, big nose, talks fast, waving his arms around all the time. That guy, he comes out of the room. He's like, how come you motherfuckers told me he was going to stick his finger up my ass? What the fuck? Yeah. And like everybody looked at each other and, like, I was worried. I thought the finger was coming. I was like, oh, fuck, here we go. Uh, do I saw it? Oh, shit. Oh, no, oh, no. And then I just, I don't know. I was like, I hope my shit's dirty and nasty. I hope he doesn't want to go anywhere near it. I should fart. Maybe I did fart. I can't, I don't know. I did anything I could think of to make it look horrible. Gross. I don't know if that really worked. Maybe he just likes short guys. Hey, 
probably less resistant. Maybe the guy's just got a fingerable butthole. Oh, what, what, when did you do this? When I've definitely seen seen other like vaginas that are like, "Hey, we should go here," or "Hey, we shouldn't go here," right? Right. Well, I assume if the rear entry is like your thing, then there'd be like good ones and bad ones. You'd be like looking at you know just looking at a bunch of picture bunch of pictures of assholes and be like, "Oh yeah, whatever. Those are all hot. No way. There's got to be like a good, really nice looking asshole and like a really like nasty asshole." Because I've definitely seen it. Like I've seen ham sandwiches. You know, I'm not trying to have that. That personally, that's my taste. I'm sure some people love fucking meat curtains, but that's not my style. Piss flaps, whatever you want to call it. You know, everybody has a different scientific vocabulary. You joking about buttholes though? Well, I switched over to vaginas as a comparison to buttholes. I was like, oh, that's. Yeah, I don't know if I want a fucking... <laughs> I can only assume there is more land across the sea, all right? I, I know that, 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 that over here with vaginas, there's this, this this land, and we found it. Now we need to sail across the other sea and find out <laughs> which buttholes are nice and which buttholes are not nice. Go across taint, taint pond. I'm assuming hair is generally a bad thing, like anywhere else when you're getting into sexual stuff. The Depends. more shaven, the better, I would think. Depends what genre and what year you're born. That's true. Cause you could be all in a, all up in that fucking that seaweed and shit. <laughs> all that seaweeds, <laughs> like sushi, just wrapped in wrapped in seaweed. Yeah, and you definitely don't <laughs> want them salmon eggs. <laughs> salmon no, eggs you and don't. Seaweed. You do not want the salmon roe. <laughs> it would be. Ter- I think I've encountered that, and it's awful. That's a deal Ew. breaker. That's that's like oh. Shit, I forgot. I, I have to go to the bank before it you, opens. You've encountered that? I encountered something. It could have been salmon roe. I don't know. Those are uh, bad. You know. Look. That's disgusting. All right. You want to talk about this? Standards. Let's talk about my, my dating. Yeah, I have dating standards. You want, you want to hear it? Let's go. Let's Apparently, go. This is important. it involves salmon roe. Apparently, some people in society need to hear this. This is important. All right, look. <laughs> Gross. The three stupidest things you can do dating to ruin the rest of your fucking life. One. Buying the cow before you tasted the milk. That's fucking moronic. There is an infinite distance in how different people are, how they fuck, how they fucking maintain their undercarriage, how they wash. You can't find any of this shit out with dinner in a movie. Especially if you're doing like five dinners in a movie and you're saying I love you and shit before you've even taken their fucking drawers off to see like what if they even have a, the appropriate fucking genitals at this point. It's 2020. You don't even know if that's a chick. You got to get does those it, pants does it off. Matter? You got to look at what's does in there. Does it matter? Oh. Does it matter in yeah, to some people, Believe it or not, some people. Just kidding. Yeah, it does matter. Like steak and some people like noodles. You know? No, it does. Not everybody eats everything. Okay? I'm going to leave it at that. Oh, no. It definitely matters. I'll tell you this. I'm I'm just as worried about the type of vagina I'm going to find as I am about whether or not it's a vagina or a dick. How about that? Is that fucking androgynous enough for 2020? <laughs> I will not commit to anything. <coughs> but yeah, so that's rule number one. You got to taste the milk before you buy the cow. If that cow's got rotten shit and you put a ring on it, you get to your wedding day or your wedding night and the milk is fucking curdled, you're fucked. All right, move on to the next, next <laughs> Number rule. two, rule. All right, okay, okay. Rule number two. Rule number two. Curdling just doesn't do it for me no more. <laughs> Rule number two is you better inspect those udders before you drink that milk. That should be rule which number means, one. Which means people who don't go down on their partner are fucking stupid. You need to inspect the equipment. 
up close and visual. You need to get in there. You need to you need to like feel it. Check it for bumps, lumps, fucking creepy crawlies. That's <laughs> fucking no, lots that, of dirt. Salmon no. eggs. This is where the salmon eggs comes in. This rule should be number one. <laughs> and then your number. Yeah, if we put them in or- chronological order of engagement. Yeah. <laughs> However, in decision making, though, I think it's in the right order. Because first you decide, okay, I'm going to fuck this person. Okay, now we're trying to fuck. Like, I'm going to make a move. So now we're trying to fuck, right? So now I got to make my move. Like, okay, do I unhook her bra first? A, take off her shoes, you know, et cetera, et cetera. You got to make all these little decisions. So it's in the right, for decision making, it's in the right order. Yeah. I mean,. Yeah, I just feel like you're backtracking if you if you say taste the milk before you buy the cow, and then once you are in, then you inspect after. Well, you don't want to go around inspecting every udder you see. That's really creepy. So you only inspect the udders you're about to fuck. I think it's in the right order. If you go around just grabbing cows' tits and looking at them close, you're going to get charges. And we're all cows in that analogy. That's not like, I'm not saying... Just one, you know, everybody. Two two bulls could do that to each other. Two bulls, steers. They could do that. Cows, queers, fucking whatever they are. Fucking cows fucking each other. Cows fucking dolphins. I don't give a shit. Yeah. It doesn't, the rule still applies. You can't just walk up to people and inspect their genitals. You can only inspect the genitals of people you're about to fuck. So I say I'm, I think I'm good. I think I'm solid. Sure. I'll <laughs> give you that, I guess. What's number three? Um, rule number three. Shit, I haven't gotten there yet. Actually, the, the, I'm trying. I want to. I want to find out after I finally get laid. So I'm, I just have a spot reserved so your for rule, rule number book? three. It's like a parking spot with a red orange cone in front of it. Your rule book is as big as a post-it note. It's That's like, all you need. It's less than a post-it note. You've got to take it with you when you're going in. Some in somebody, right? Too big of a rule book. Now you can only do wrecked vaginas. Well, you could have this good feeling. Oh, oh, rule number three. No. It's actually quite simple. No. I, I remember it now. Nope, you're your two rules. No, I, I have a, a cone. I'm pulling the cone out. My space is open. I'm parking this shit. If it tastes like chicken, keep on licking. Tastes like trout, get the fuck out. That's rule number three. That is. So I think that's good. fair for guys and girls. That's, that's not a good... A number three... That's rule number three. I would have, I would have just stayed at rule number two. <laughs> rule I'm, number two. I'm gonna write. I'm gonna write a book about this. Uh, follow our page at Mustache Derby on Instagram and Mustache Derby on Facebook, and we will keep you updated on my self help book. Yeah, you'll definitely keep that up. Keep that page rolling for us. <laughs> it's gonna be called something. Subtitled Sex for Damage. That's pretty good, right? Sex for Damage. They see it's a double entendre. See, my, my nickname is Dougie Damage, right? So, Sex for Damage, but then it's like damage sex. It's not it's a prostitute. It's, it's, like, it's, like, it's basically like Grey's Anatomy or whatever, the thing where that dude like ties all those, that rich guy ties girls up all for like a book. book COVID's getting the, to you. you Harry gotta, Potter girl wrote a fucking sex book. COVID's getting to you. <laughs> You're getting desperate here. <laughs> I'm selling myself for sex, for sex for damage. Sex for damage. Yeah. Buy it. Buy it. Don't buy that. That's buy you'll be you'll be so disappointed. You'll be so disappointed. You'll be opening up that package and be like, 
There's nothing in this package. I thought there was something. There isn't. <laughs> Bummer. That's rule number four. Rule number four. <laughs> well, since I've been staying off of social media, and I don't really get as much sports in or as much uh, political activity or anything like that, I had the urge to go on my ESPN app the other day <clears throat> just to see what was on there. And I saw a trade that went down. And then the trade that happened yesterday. And so the first one that I guess that you'll probably be more relevant to is that uh, the Rams and the Lions traded Jared Goff for Matthew Stafford. Oh, lots of repercussions there. There goes that Broncos bizarre wet dream. I know. But then the Rams also gave a third-round pick and two first-round picks. I'm so glad the Broncos didn't do that. That was a little desperate. I I was interested in the Stafford idea until I heard that they wanted to give up the like a first round draft pick possibly for him. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah, I was like, we give this guy lots of money, and that's about it. And we don't do anything else. <laughs> oh no, he has probably like he probably has like well, good job for the Rams. I don't know. Then again, I don't know if it's even that doesn't make sense on a bunch of levels, does it? I don't, I I don't, think, I don't think the Rams should have got moved on with Goff. I think that that's fucking blame shifting. They over. I think they overpaid for the for Stafford and the management for the Rams. They don't know. They. Always, I'm sorry. Good on the Lions. I forgot which way those trade picks went. I was thinking about Goff. I'm sorry. And then that's a horrible decision for the Rams. That's the, right back to the '80s. The the draft picks the last like five years have been bad. They don't. They don't really have draft picks at all, and then now they're giving away their first round picks a little bit. So whatever, it's it is what it is. But yeah, I thought Stafford would have been going elsewhere. I guess that means Winston, Jameis Winston is probably up. Drew Brees, he's the that guy's got Bronco written all over him. He's old, way past his prime. John Elway is probably on the phone with him right now. He's not the GM anymore. He's not probably on the phone with him anyway. He probably can't remember what the hell he's doing. You're stupid. John Elway and Biden right now are definitely on the phone together. No, they're not. They're just like, what's up, buddy? Remember Vietnam? Dude, that was crazy when you saved me from that fucking... Go no, Elway's golfing. Biden's just in his fucking... In his bed, <laughs> taking naps all day. He ain't making no damn decisions. He's in... He's in the Oval Office writing executive orders just left and right. I'm telling you, these people right. know, they all, they're, they're, it's, they work together. They call each other all the time. Elway's not involved. We're not getting Drew Brees. Your little fucking midget fuckboy is not coming here. <laughs> midget fuckboy? Yeah. I almost he's had done. Colin come an hour early to come hang out with us for this. I should have He'll now. tell you that he's done. Drew Brees he's is probably, done. I'm curious he's going, what Colin would say about this. Yeah. He's going to be in a, a commentator. He has it lined up. He's going to do it this upcoming year. It's going to happen. So that's one. That's one of the trades that happened. It's going to be really weird in his French accent. What do you mean? Drew Brees. How could he be? A, that's going to sound strange. What do you mean? Because it's going to be like, and all right, he drops back and completes the pass for five hours. Well, Drew, what do you think? That's a really tight completion in a tight spot, but they're off to a good start. He'll be like, Oh, what the receiver was trying to cut down to the inside. Oh, he was very good. That's stupid. That's going to be terrible. Exactly. It's a terrible decision. It's a stupid. That's a bad joke. <laughs> I'm serious that's right a now. a bad joke. Haven't you ever heard Drew Brees speak? 
Yeah. He's like, you can do it. So the next trade that uh, <laughs> <laughs> next trade that uh, happened was Aaron Nolan Arenado. We, oui. oui. no, we, oui. no. <laughs> he got he got traded to the St. Louis Cardinals, and we gave them fifteen million dollars to have him as well. So essentially, they gave the best player on the team and essentially one of the best third basemen of all time. Gave him away and fifty paid million. them to take him exactly, and we didn't get shit. I've never game. heard of, has that happened before. I haven't heard of paying somebody to take your player. That's a new level of. Is that a thing? Yeah, probably like the DeAndre Hopkins, maybe or uh, Jared Goff and Matthew Stafford. Like, well, take him and these draft picks. Yeah, like, but actual him. just usually it's, yeah, but money, just straight money. Like, all right, we don't have anything to give you. Here's next year's mortgage. I bet it's happened. I just can't. It's like, name it's like it. giving a team an IOU. Well, it's stupid because we don't we didn't get anything in return. It'd have been it would have been fine if we got like their best pitcher or second best yeah. pitcher and be yeah. like, all right, like that's a pretty even trade. See why I'm not happy that see Elway steps back. That's who's gonna take over those types of people, the people that are running these teams you're talking about. In fact, in a lot of cases. Almost you love exactly you those love people. Almost exactly those people. And I wanted him gone. Yeah, I'm saying it's a mistake right now. I don't. He's not doing a perfect job by any means. But watch, watch the corporate vultures creep in now that our fucking we're just a, despot has stepped down. Well, there's two Rockies and the Broncos are two different. Barely, not where the Broncos are headed. And we realize that always like not involved at all anymore. He's yeah, done. yeah, and that's what, why the corporate stooges are about, are gonna are now gonna gain control. And by the by the end of the day, it'll probably end up being owned by the same guy who owns the fucking Rams. We're ta- we're we're talking about two separate things. We're talking about two separate ownerships. <laughs> For now, I'm saying that Elway has stepped down. He does not want anything. So to the Broncos do. are gonna enter enter the corporate infinite the team faceless is gonna get s- multitude. The team is going to get sold to some fucking hack. corporation. Probably, hopefully, it's probably the Rams. Uh, Tesla. It's going to be Elon Musk, <laughs> yeah. and then uh, there's a chance. That and then the Rockies one is just bad management. They don't want to win. I'm saying though that the Rockies is where the Broncos are headed. That style of ownership and decision making is where the Broncos are headed now. We'll see. We'll see who the next ownership is before we make that desperate of a call. It's going to be fucking GameStop. We'll get there. Welcome to GameStop Stadium. No. But it's just. I'm your host at Reddit Face 492. <laughs> no, hell no. That'd be bullshit. But it just shows that, uh, yeah, the Rockies management is kind of trash. We're just a that farm That sounds league. really horrible. Guns doesn't. I don't know who's gonna go to Rocky games. I had no idea that those were the terms. That's crazy. That's mind blowing. What the fuck? That's crazy. You can't get anything. Not even like a sandwich or something. Nothing. A subway card. We got some prospects, but they're undetermined at the moment because the contract didn't go through. Has to go. <clears throat> has to go through these legal things still. But it's so gonna go through. We get some like twenty-two year old kids in AAA. Like one A. <laughs> One and not. It's like nineteen-year-olds fresh. We're out getting. Of, like, we're getting Kenny Powers. High school draft picks. We're getting Kenny Powers, and Myrtle Beach is who the prospect is. Well oh, that would be so dope. 
So it's just, uh, yeah. Make me dream, make me dream. More farm leagues. But yeah, you mentioned GameStop. Yeah. You've been yeah. reading up on the GameStop. That's all anybody's talking about now. Make sure this door is locked. What's oh, that? it wasn't. Uh, yeah, GameStop. I was, I'm walking around. I'm at the dog park. I'm at the store. I'm at the gas station. Everywhere I'm going, every conversation I walk by, old people, young people, squares and punk rockers and gangsters and clerks and managers all talking about Reddit or GameStop or the stock market or the SEC. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. This is possibly the most viral thing I feel like I've ever seen. Like more people are interested in this exact thing at this moment right now than any of the shit that's gone on this past year. Oh, it's already been a month in the year. <laughs> uh, the, I know sorry, what you mean, in the though. past twelve months. I know what you mean. The past twelve months. No, I think it's. I think it's pretty awesome. I think it's definitely like a big fuck you to big fuck you to Wall Street because, well. Because no one really knows about the biggest transfer of wealth in history happened with that first COVID bill. That first check you got was the biggest transfer of wealth. All Wall Street got billions and trillions of dollars, and we got the crumbs. Yeah. They profited a lot. Uh, <laughs> no, I think they lost money. Well, yeah. They have expenses. Did well, you now know? they do. Now they do. I'm actually worried. I think we need to give them more money because I'm afraid they're going to collapse. Well, that's that was the that's the one of the things that Reddit was saying, I believe, is like we can do this and they're gonna get bailed out by the government. Government will save them no matter True what. True that. That's an interesting. So it's gonna create a. The, here's the problem though, down the road, and I, I I agree that's good. But what I'm afraid of is the end game, that you they end up creating such a litany of licenses and things that you need to use the stock market that we end up having to go through some version of an agent no matter what. And they'll just make that stricter so that then we don't have the ability to do, you know, the new version of day trading. It's now hourly trading or whatever you want to call it. But being able to trade instantly, directly, I think in years past you had to submit it still through a pro, through some kind of company. It's with these new apps. You can do it so instantly. that. So I'm afraid that of, of the laws they might make because they're going to try and keep this from happening. As they're going to. They're, 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 they're terrified. They need this to be stopped. And I'm afraid of what laws they're going to put in they're place. Gonna, they're going to regulate the stock market in a yeah. way that's going to remove you from it. Well, it, it's just kind of it's a I don't know if it's hypocritical, but it's saying like, "Hey, get involved in the stock market." That's my And name. then now that people are and you have more independent investors, and then and if they see this little loophole, yeah. And they take advantage and they're like, "Oh, no, not that. You can't you can play this game, but you can't play it that way." Well, and what yeah, what I like it's about it is totally illegal. What they're doing is really should be illegal it's immoral as fuck putting a financial interest in companies failing needs to be that's where the legislation or should succeeding. go well you can say that but but the i find that there's a difference or they want certain it was company. a put option right it was a put option that, that they were trying to do so the funny thing about it is that they were trying to fuck everyone they were trying to put a bunch of money buy up some stock in such a way that you make money when it fails and and then you know, see that stock fail, which would wrap, which would increase its resistance and cause the chance that it'll even even more likely to go down. Anyway, by doing that, they're going to make a bunch of money, right? Well, that money comes out of the pockets of people who honestly invest in that company to succeed. I find that intensely wrong. And like, you know, giving people money and investing, I mean, it is gambling to a point, but I think you should be able to invest your money. I think that companies should be able to take on investors. I don't think you should be able to gamble 
against a company to gamble against a company that's literally gambling and if, if anything they can do it in that shit in vegas but it needs to be isolated and separate from the stock market in every way that's literally fucking gambling and that's what it needs to be it needs to follow gambling gaming laws it needs to happen in gaming fucking areas you know what i mean that's well, how i see it i mean they, they do it when they bet for companies to succeed and companies for it to for it to fail well but, but well, when you're when you're a business buddy you're you're uh what's when, a what do they call the lobbyists or want you want you to say, Hey, this company's going to go well. And oh yeah. I mean, yeah, there's corruption there. There's infinite opportunity for that. But like that part is, but that serves a purpose at the same time. Like it's good. We need to have, be able to have investors. If you have a good idea, if it's a truly great idea that the world needs, we need a world where that guy can get the money from other people to do the idea, if nothing else, you know? So investing is good. And it's, it's, it is sort of gambling, but it's really not gambling because you're actually giving me capital. It's different because you're actually, though you are actually helping my company. You can say you're gambling, you're taking a chance, yes. But you're not just gambling because in the other version, on a put option, you're not giving me any money. You're not helping my business. You're just placing a bet on me failing. When you buy stock legitimately from me, you give me money to strengthen my business. I'm supposed to use it and invest that further forward and make my business stronger. See, that has a per- serves a purpose potentially. It can be corrupted, but it can serve its purpose and, and without it, we cannot serve this purpose. The difference, put option serves no purpose other than gambling. And it's, you saw, and they're trying to fleece everyone. What's great about it is this is where the internet figured out a way to flip the fuck and by them putting their nuts onto the scale to try and tip the scale unfairly and steal people's money, they got their nuts cut off instead because of infinite mob just appeared out of nowhere on the other end of the scale, flipped it up, bruised them in the chin and cut their dick off. I think that's great. I do. But I don't know. I think that without, I don't see any reason that we benefit from being able to gamble in the stock market in the manner that I think that should be seriously, seriously limited, if not illegalized. There should be no reason to put a stock money against a company. It should only go for, you know, investing in a company because at that point, you're part of it and, and it's positive and you're doing things. It can be corrupt. It can be ruined. You can lose your money, but you also have the chance to succeed. And that's the only way for that success possibility to be there is for us to risk that. You sound like a good utopian man right there. A good it's utopian How it man. should work and it doesn't work. Because well, yeah. I mean, no, they won't. And that's not what they're going to do. They're going to they're gonna, uh, legislate us out of it as much as they can. They're going to put a lot of limitations on the stock market that create an insider outsider relationship even more severely that's they're going to be their approach instead and they're going to keep put options forever well i think by the way also uh, um, unclaimed put put option stocks were the first proof that people found that 9-11 was an inside job that came out two months later there was millions of dollars sitting on the stock market because a bunch of people two days before the event went out and bought stock in those in those airlines that were going to be hit and nothing else and then nobody claimed the money because they knew they'd get too many questions asked okay anyway so say it's funny that now everybody knows what a fucking put option is now that it doesn't nobody cares about 9-11 anymore i'm like just saying going back 15 years all you motherfuckers you're stupid i was right okay moving forward well nonetheless do you think people give a fuck about these covid bills and what they involve they were in 15 years i'll be able to prove oh, it but no one will care say. oh what let's oh. say you just been talking for like six seven <laughs> thousand minutes all right fair but no, I think it's awesome that they get to short them. I think the only corrupt. I think the one bad thing about this is that this could either be a one-time thing that GameStop rose, and then it could also be that this could also happen. This could also continue to happen throughout Reddit or another 
platform, another blogging place where they'd be like, oh, we need to boost up this thing when they say this. So, like, I think with this being exposed, more people are going to look at these short these short bettings and be like, oh, who else is getting shorted? Yeah. And they're going to fucking gamble on those. And so it's either it's going to be that where people are like, okay, let's keep betting on what everyone else betted against. Yeah. Wall Street's going to crumble. It's probably going to be a... I guess we're maybe... Incl- uh, we're going to fall off the cliff faster than than expected from this recession. Like, we're going to... We're going to just uh, race race <laughs> off the cliff, I guess. Yeah, it would be a really good time probably to be cross-invested in stocks, Bitcoin, cash, and metals, and jewelry, shit like that. You'd want to spread be spread all over right now because every single one of them is volatile as fuck. Any one of them could, be, could have a, ma- a massive upheaval because of some legality tomorrow. You know, like even so, even if you're all in Bitcoin, you're not totally safe because that looks like in the end, a rat trap. Well, it's becoming a. I think it's becoming a rat it's trap. It's got a scam clothes set up. I see it. I see that that that's their take. There, someone. A lot of people are going to end up real rich, and it's not going to be the people that think they're going to be rich on that when the final day happens. I don't know when it's going to be, and so you can make that money now, but just keep taking your profits and reinvesting them and spreading them out. Like, don't leave your entire fucking fortune in Bitcoin. You will walk away fucked one day. That's for sure. But uh, the others are all the same too, though. I, I think you know. I I don't know. I'm not. I, I color for a living, but I just see that. We're doing everything we can to deflate the dollar. Plus, now we have uh, more ulterior investment opportunities, that, uh, alternate investment opportunities as far as currency than ever. That's not going to help the dollar either. So that's going to make Bitcoin surge. Both of those things are going to cause gold and silver probably to be minimally growing, or if not, go down. Think- but then in the end, when they pop, gold and silver is going to shoot back up when that whole when that whole domino effect goes full circle. I think the gold and silver will stay the same. It'll probably, if not, it'll probably increase the value. Because that's what people will ultimately rely on for current or yeah, value. But they're sort of... Fil- but if you hit a recession and certain things, like let's say your technology goes down a little bit, you can't use your phone, or most people are <sighs> investing, who really has Bitcoin then? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. I mean, it's technologically fallible. It's you can be. It's 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 very very vulnerable to cyber threats like because these big companies. You are- don't have it in a bank account. You have to keep your fucking Bitcoin on your files. It can just be swiped by a hacker. I've had another company lost fucking four hundred million dollars or some shit because they accidentally deleted their bitcoins when they were formatting their shit. Yeah, they deleted like one hundred and fifteen thousand bitcoins. This was back when they were only worth a f- you know whatever a few bucks. But and and. I've heard, I've seen evidence of guys that went through legal shit with Bitcoin already from four years ago that, at my experience as an online gamer, these motherfuckers are clearly duping. They are duplicating digital currencies. They're, they're doing duping scams, and they're getting away with it. They keep saying, oh, this was a banking error, this was that, this guy didn't know what he's... If you see the penalties, these guys are buying their way out. Or, what I've heard is that... So it's already they, being... Um, this is that they... The certain bank agency collects these bitcoins and is making their own like federal reserve and like withhold like holding these bitcoins so that they have yeah excess amount this thing is gonna be it's just like a it's like a new fucking application it's eventually gonna be fully hacked by all kinds of people then on top of that you've got things like 
you know, whatever you believe in, Russian spies, North Korean fucking, you know, Chinese, where they have these kids in these factories that do online fucking crime, like, in a factory. Like, that's a real thing. It happens totally in the gaming community. But you have those guys infiltrating. Meanwhile, these banks in America might have, not all, some of them might be invested in it. Some of them might be investing against it, which means those ones who are federally connected are going to have a, mod, a motivation to destroy it too. So they're going to, you're going to have like FBI, eventually FBI and CIA, whatever sponsored fucking hackers with immunity. They're going to have a reward for how much they can defraud that system to protect the financial stability of the banking system. So yeah, play with Bitcoin, but realize that is a fireball and it will disappear on you. So keep taking pieces of it out because that shit will disappear all of a sudden at some point. I don't, somebody's going to pop that bubble. No, no. It's so defraudable. As much as they try and say it's secure, it's it's got every philosophical vulnerability you can imagine. Yeah, I don't know. It seems it seems weary, I guess, this year coming up. Yeah. It seems like Congress isn't really getting along. Biden's writing all these orders in. Things are getting uh censored or regulated to these certain tech companies or who these certain people that get x amount of power yeah it just seems very on, to, I don't know. on top of what they do with the stock market you know reddit is gonna see some consequences for this too like reddit reddit's government policy interaction is, will change which they're, is crazy they're gonna yeah they're gonna go after reddit in some way for sure they're gonna limit that they're gonna use it to expand the or shrink the freedom of the internet further you know but this is like whatever you want to this is Wall Street, who's protected by Congress, or, or vice versa, right? They're they're protecting they each protect other. Protect each other, yeah. And so they get to make the the rules, but it's just like they they're just protecting the hierarchy that that's in place. And so it's like, and they're not thinking about the bottom at all. They're not thinking about anyone but themselves. And like, there's yeah. certain share like. There's certain uh, I've saw like certain Congress, like Nancy Pelosi has X amount of stocks in this EV market, and so Biden is making uh, like all car companies made in the U.S. They have to have they must be hybrids or like electric cars. Like he's like pushing that for climate change. <laughs> but there's these certain that's funny that these certain congressmen are it's because of him that no cars sec, are made in the there's States. certain congressmen that are invested in these these cars companies and so they're like all this is for them to profit a little bit more but it's just like who the hell is buying cars when they don't have a job or anything like how are you going to make that like the pro top priority who's making cars in the u.s ford tesla gm i think no, just just Tesla, or the Fords and the fucking the Fords and the GMs come in from Mexico and they slap a bumper on them and call it made in the USA. There's no fucking manufacturing going on in this country for twenty fucking years of cars at least. So it's funny that they want to put that rule in because, but you know what they'll do now? They have to put bumpers on Mexican made and Chinese made EV cars. They still won't be made in the US. It's just it's just funny the choice of words there that they used. Like, it's nobody's media. making fucking cars in this country jesus christ and it's because of those people <laughs> it's like hey we gave you nafta and we're taking the tariff off of china so oh there go our jobs and by the way even if you try to make a car in the u.s well, it's gonna be like this well everything seems to be 
<laughs> everything seems to be appealing for China. Like Google has the connections with China. Biden has. Yeah, they're very useful to the wrong just, people. It just seems like they're kind of, or we're working towards uh, that communist party where it's like, it's capitalist in the marketplace, but then it's communist in the culture in the, place. In the controlling the workers, yeah. Where you can say only limited right. things on the platforms or else you get fucking taken to jail or whatever. Yeah, the Soviet Union tried to create its entire like secondary axis where they just did business with each other and then they wouldn't be, you know. China has a better hybrid, better now. They understand their, their spot is to be this underselling, fucking just labor dispensing, you know. Yeah, and that and they and then they play the game and they and they hell the moves that some of the moves that China makes when the money market like as a whole, and the kinds of investment they do, is like more capitalist and reckless than anything that the that the capitalist countries do. You know, they almost understand it. They understand its weaknesses better than we do, and they exploit them to their fullest when they get when they get the opportunity and the idea. Well, I wonder if it's. I mean, thinking it's like well, socialism and capitalism are such a. The 20th century idea it's kind of new but it's kind of old so it's like a, it's like do those systems even work is there, is there going to be a new system in place where like this uh one guy uh eric weinstein says maybe you have to have like hyper capitalism and hyper socialism at the same time like you have to do something drat like i don't know he's just Kind of trying to figure out like the stuff that we're doing now, and maybe right. it's not working. It's expired. Like we need to figure something new because we're evolving. I guess and it's true. It's true. I, I like that. The, you know, that's a good. You know, the, I think that's valid. That our because part of the problem is yeah. You know, do I? You know, do I? You know, do do, do I don't think that everyone out there who believes in capitalism is against. Um more you know more competitive or free medicine or especially education i think that that's a ruse that only one side believes like we're not necessarily covering education is not necessarily off the table in capitalist thought you know but that seems to be what the fights always come down to then again you know there's the idea of forgiving student loans that is different now you're talking about you made this deal and now you want to change the law so you don't have to pay this back you signed the fucking contract, you know, and that's that's a little different. Maybe I'm not totally against that either, but that's much slower. Is that like a inch by inch battle? Is that like a Western idea? What free education? No, like contract, like, or is that is that like a like who made that and been like since the you first signed contract? this contract? Fuck, that's a good question. And been know. like, well, since you put your name on this, you must honor it. Like, I bet that goes back about as far as I don't know if that's like a Chinese kings. Yeah, seems like that. Just seems like it goes with. I mean, you know, if you look, nobody invented writing for poetry and stories. Like the first, the first versions of writing in every language that I'm aware of that they find are all bookkeeping. It's money. Right. So writing becomes because first you figure out counting. Then you figure out you need to write down counting. Then you figure out you need to figure out some way to add up counting. So the rich guy or the king, he's like. Motherfucker, I know there was more corn in here when I left. And he figures out a system to track that shit so he knows whose head to cut off. That's where writing the written language originates in every culture as far back as I can see. And then later, you figure out, oh, we could tell a story with this. One Today, we killed all the people in Turkey. 
please don't forget. Hey, that was cool. Now people can read that. And then a few hundred years go by. It's like, we could make some shit up too. Today we killed all the dragons. Wow, that's tight. And then you have language. But it all starts with, that motherfucker owes me five bucks. That's where written language starts in every culture that I'm aware of. So then I guess, I don't know. know. That's a good question. Who invented the idea of put your name on here? Yeah. I mean, it sounds like Egyptian enough. It sounds Babylonian enough. It sounds Hebrew enough. It sounds European. It sounds like everybody to me. Every every culture seems to fit that. It's just weird that we follow that type of mindset like, you're right. I put my name on there. I got to strap up my bootstraps. Maybe that's what our names are really for. It's like, give up, give that thing a name so I can tell it what to do. You know, <laughs> you have a baby. It's like, name that fucking thing so I can order it around. And make sure, <laughs> and make sure it can write at an early age. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Let's see. Uh, forget where how we got. Oh, yeah. We talk about like capitalism, socialism. Oh, but like, so like, uh, communism is relatively new, but it's kind of old like 100 depends on where you choose to measure it it can go back yeah it's Karl Marx or there's ideas that he built on from before him right but like uh, monarchies and stuff it's like that was someone elected that but that's kind of an old system that we follow but maybe there's a new system that there's balances yeah. where it's like there's socialism aspects there's capitalism there's this aspect there's all these things I don't know if we have to combine them all or if we scrap them and then start over, do something new. Not that's actually a bad. That's like maybe. I mean, it could work. I guess the first thing is we have to stop using fucking words like racism and shit for a second. We can't use that as a cop out to win to win political arguments. If we actually deal with, don't tell me the the wall is racist. Talk about do we need a wall or not? Do yeah. we have a fucking problem with kids getting kidnapped and fucking infinite amounts of drugs in the smugglers country or not? You know, and then and then are do are we doing enough for that or are we not? You know, is that border secure or is it not? I think I thought about this is that maybe we could get to a solution. So if this EV market pops, right? Everyone must start making electrical hybrid cars. And you need lithium, it's a big portion of the battery. Uh-huh. And cobalt. And guess this is like a couple of years ago. This uh, this Mexican guy who he's like a secure. No, I won't say a security worker, but he's like a he does. He knows like things about the you know cartels, and he knows how the government is working in Mexico and what's really you know what I mean. And so pretty much there's I think a large lithium deposit that the cartels own in Mexico. And so it's like, well, Boom. who makes, who goes over there and makes the business deal for the cartels? And then who else is going to battle that contract out? And it's going to be, yep, that's there's, there's going to be, there's probably going to be some conflict here <laughs> between rival company companies in Mexico and us or. Yeah, and the China. people who are going to oversee this from the U.S.'s perspective China. are the same people who just appointed DuPont Chemicals lawyer as the head of the Environmental Protection Agency, DuPont Chemicals lawyer. This is this is who's going to represent us in this affair. Is oh yeah, the, yeah. Isn't and you think good? like what these? They're going to make the right decisions. What do you think? Like these big tech companies don't have involvement in the this administration too? Exactly. Little exactly. Th- little thank you money for getting me to this position. You can tell who gave them money usually by the first fucking seventy or so. Uh, executive actions they take that usually pretty clearly shows who paid them and the ex facebook uh, executive is going to run for governor against gavin newsom in california 
Who do you think is going to win that? A guy who's been fucking up this pandemic or a The guy who controls the social media communication? Yeah. An ex of a well, executive, whatever. Right. The guy who's connected basically to the Cal- to the KGB. He's going to, yeah, he's going to. He's going to win fucking that. Win. That's the CIA and the KGB rolled into one. But we need to regulate us, not them. We need to regulate us and everything that's. <laughs> it's too much stress, man. It is stressful. That's why, hence all the mushrooms and sex. There's no other way to, there's no other way to exist right now. Go to work. Read books. Do mushrooms. Read books. There's nothing new. I think, I guess the three things I've been trying to work on is talking, social, social, uh, thinking, reading books, thinking about it. I'm going to try to work on those three because little by little they're getting taken away. You know what I mean? <laughs> Enjoy it while you have it, I guess, man. Yeah, but I feel like it's kind of helping me be like straight and narrow for the most part and not really diving in. Like I'm like bobbing and weaving and these certain things. But I mean, if you do it right, a little bit of uh, increasing your vocabulary helps you spot the ignorant vocabularies that aren't even worth wasting your time talking to, so to speak. So sometimes learning more about something can kind of get you out of squabbling about it because you your increased articulation makes the people who are repeating what they see on their televisions or their facebook feeds sound not only all the more ignorant but so much more ignorant that you instinct intuitively know that this person is not even worth having a conversation with. right move on so there's a lot of that going on right now. oh yeah speaking of book reviews that you say you read a book Oh, can we not? Do we have to do, do I have to do this? I feel bad. Maybe it'd be a good way to end this. Be a good last ending. I'm trying. I'm working on it. What is that about? <laughs> What's this book that you're reading? I'm reading a book. It's about a guy. I think it is a. I've been reading it for about three months. <laughs> I've got it on the toilet at this point because it's the only way I can seem to make any progress. But I seem to keep having my mind so blown by it that I have to set it down after about a paragraph and a half and switch over to fucking anything. Catch-22, Shakespeare. Uh, I'm reading a book, a fucking 500 book about the page book about the CIA. I got War and Peace on that shelf and sometimes I put this book down and pick up War and Peace. Jeez, that's bad. <laughs> Les Miserables. That's the new one I just put it brought into my bathroom. I have a problem. My whole bathroom is filling. Is my library is slowly moving into my bathroom because I I'm not admitting that I cannot finish this stupid fucking How book. How big? How big is this book? <laughs> the one that I can't read. Yeah, it's like 110 pages or something. It's like a little with big fucking print. Jeez, it looks like it's written by a fucking 12 year old. Do you know what we should do? Grandpa could read this book. Do you know what we should do? What? Is do a Andy Kaufman reading session on this podcast, and we, you and me, could do paragraph to paragraph of us just reading it for an episode. I think that's more fair than me trying to review it. It just seems so mean. Let's just read it, and at least we'll give it a chance. Yeah, we'll read it for him, and then we'll <laughs> give the reviews out. Yeah, you want to do that? Yeah. Next episode, we'll we'll we're, call we're gonna it. Read- yeah. The Belcher. Oprah's Book Club. <laughs> Stick around next week for Luke Schmaltz's The Belcher. Oh. Oh, man. Boyden Bridges.
Well, it's not like the. I was literally what made it take so long is we were getting along and he was being nice about everything and I was trying to figure out how I was going to say something it. good about it. And then he went and he gets every time he gets drunk, he says a bunch of ignorant shit about Montana to the point I finally just was like, hey, man. You know, well, this is this is it's not like a roast. We'll just now I'm like, it. I have no reason to be nice. And now I'm like, do I still have to finish this piece of shit? So that's what we'll do. Next episode will be an audio book. It's an awesome book. I'm just kidding. It's really good. Stick Shut up, you <laughs> fucking liar. <laughs> so we're going we're gonna to do an audio book this next episode. It's going to be... Uh, yes. It's going to be a little... It'll be a little bit long. A little bit longer episode than we've done because it'll maybe hard to read. Shall we use the Def Scott Fitzgerald accent? Yeah. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. I'll do the Hemingway. You gotta be brave, courageous, and studious to look death in the eye. I don't know what he said. <laughs> Something like that. <clears throat> but, all right. We're gonna end this episode here, and then, uh, as we said, next episode is audiobook time. We're gonna read this book. Oh, Christ. Yeah, all right, let's do it. I'm not afraid. I'm not scared. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. <laughs> you are hype on that coffee. <laughs> Made it myself. All right. Later, guys. Adios.